Hey guys, welcome to my channel. My name is Dr. Tom LeHue, and uh, this is a channel where we discuss all kinds of things about personality and the Enneagram, and the goal is to help us all be more present to life, to be here, to not miss each moment. And uh, as we get started, I want to call your attention to the description below. Uh, there is a link to my website, TomLeHue.com, where you can book coaching appointments, Enneagram coaching appointments, uh, relationship appointments, and uh, also there is uh, on my website a, um, a link to certificate programs, one in Enneagram coaching and the other in Enneagram relationship coaching. Those are short six-week programs uh, that we do on Zoom. And if you're interested in becoming an Enneagram coach uh, or just helping people and you know how helpful the Enneagram has been for you, I'd like to take you behind the scenes and, and, uh, and help you become uh, a coach yourself. Uh, thank you to my patrons. I really appreciate your support for uh, continuing to uh, support this channel. Today I want to talk to you. No notes. I don't have any notes in front of me. I do have a, a couple of books that I've been you know, flipping through and reading through this week. But I just wanted to talk to you about the best uh, of each type or you know, the, the good in each type. Somebody challenged me the other day um, uh, in a post on YouTube. Uh, they 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 challenged me by saying, "Look, you know, a lot of your videos can get pretty can get pretty stingy, can get pretty sharp." And uh, they were very kind in the way they said it. You know, they said, "You tell us in your videos that the enneagram hurts and that it's painful, but if you could just maybe focus on the positives of each type, we need to hear that." And you know, I've been thinking about that. Um, uh, I don't know that I'll do a whole series, you know, type one, type two. I don't know that I'll go through the whole series and talk about the positives of each type or the good side of each type, but I might. I don't know. I was just thinking about it this week, and I thought rather than just me think about this today, I thought, why don't I just talk to you guys about it and make a video about it, and we can talk about it together. Um and I thought, well, let's just do it briefly. You know, let's just kind of cover it briefly and see what happens. Maybe we need to do a whole series on it. Maybe we don't. But when I think about the, the good side of each type, uh, some of them are really obvious. I mean, you don't have to think very hard. Um, when I think about, let's just start with type one. Um, it's easy to see the good side of type one for me anyway being a seven i would like to be a lot more one like um ones you know they bring order and structure and goodness and all of those things into the environment with them they want to make things better they're good neighbors they're good citizens they're reliable dependable people um they're the kind of people that you can hand the I'm talking about healthy of each type, okay? So I know that there's there's going to be negative examples out there for all of these. But when I think about the positive, you know, like at their best, when I think about type ones, you know, these are the people that you hand the keys over to and and you trust them that they're going to show up on time, they're going to organize and, and make things better than when they found them. They're going to... Uh, keep things moving along and make sure that all of the details are taken care of. They're going to stay late and they're going to lock it up. These are responsible people that, that want to show up in a way that contributes and makes the world a better place. 
and it's easy to see, you know, the best, or it is for me, of type one. When I think about type ones, um, of course, I think of Hermione from Harry Potter. I think of Mary Poppins. Um, I think of Felix Unger on um, The Odd Couple. Um, and in that show, my wife and I went back and we started watching the old Odd Couple show. Believe it or not, at the time of this filming, it's a 50-year-old show. That's hard to believe. It came out in 1971. And, you know, Oscar is an eight and Felix is a one. And so it's just a drama, you know, of seeing a sloppy eight who does whatever comes to his mind, you know, living with a one. And and as we watch that show, I think we watched the first season of it, you know, as we watch that show again, I'm just, you know, reminded of, of how good ones are. But really, Felix is the star of that show. I mean, he makes that show funny and interesting to see how frustrated he gets when he's being taken for granted or he's not appreciated because, and he goes to four a lot, you know, in that show. Just woe is me, nobody appreciates me, nobody cares about me. If you haven't checked that show out, if you're a one or you live with a one, check out The Odd Couple. Um, but ones, you know, I mean, I, I see them in television, I, I have them in my life, and they are the kind of people you trust your kids with. Uh, they're gonna take your kids out fishing, and you know that they're going to teach and mentor and be good role models and good examples, and they just wanna be fine, upstanding citizens. Again, I know there's negatives, but the goal of this video is not to focus on the negatives, it's to focus on the positives. My brother is a one wing nine, and he, you know, because of his nineness, he can be a little bit sometimes delayed in getting things done, but he, uh, he is Mr. Responsible. When I was a kid, <laughs> I used to get in trouble on the school bus because uh, I like to talk. And apparently in the, you know, we weren't supposed to be loud on the school bus. And for whatever reason, I would sit right behind the bus driver every day on the way home and uh, with my best friend and we would giggle and laugh and snort and holler and, and uh, the bus driver would turn around and say, boys, you all need to knock it off. You're being too loud. You're distracting me while I'm driving. And I'd turn around and there'd be my brother about four rows back, you know, who caught it all, the security guard. And then we'd go home and he would tell, and he would tell mom and dad and I would get in trouble. So uh, I don't know that that puts ones in a very good light, but uh, you know, the, the security guard, the police officer, the manager, um, the soldier. Okay, um, so I have nothing but good to say today about ones. Uh, I have nothing good to say, nothing but good to say about all the types. So type twos, um, twos when they're healthy, you know, they are uh, dynamos of action and service and uh, they make you feel like you belong. They make you feel warm and uh, they engage with you. Um, they make the conversation about you and um, you feel great when you're in the presence of a healthy two that has decided that you are worth their attention, that they wanna connect with you. Um, twos can be very strong under pressure. Um, you know, when the chips are down and somebody is in need um, or somebody is not being treated fairly, 
you will often see a two rise to the occasion to protect, to help, to serve. Um, twos can be very loving and gracious and warm. And I have twos in my life. My wife is a two, wing one. And um, so I've seen, you know, the best of two-ness. What else comes to my mind when I think of twos? Um, you know, these are the people that make great greeters, um, that just make you feel like, you know, you're welcome and you belong and, and they're glad that you're here. Um, twos, uh, people say Hagrid is a two on Harry Potter. I don't see why he's not. I mean, I don't know what else he would be. Um, I'll have to think about what other twos I know out there in television land. Uh, my wife and I have been watching NCIS uh, New Orleans, and I think the doctor, um, I forget her name now, but the uh, coroner on the show, a woman, is a two, wing one, and uh, she always has little bits of advice, you know, to give to the one, um, Scott Bakula's character, Dwayne Pride is a one, she always has a little bits of advice when he's down, when he's, you know, defeated, when he feels hopeless, he goes to the two and she uh, picks him up, brushes him off and gets him back in the game, helps him to believe in himself and isn't afraid to say things to him like, you know, um, positive things to him. Like you've been through this before and uh, the, the Dwayne pride I know isn't the kind that's going to give up. and. When I was uh, first starting out in church work, um, I worked with young people, and our secretary at that church was a two. And, you know, when you would come in the door, it was all smiles and warmth, and, you know, some of the things she would say, it's just like, wow, do people really, you know, just so positive. Um, you're the best youth worker we've ever had in this church, and these kids love you, and uh, you got so many great ideas and you're, that feels amazing. You know, when somebody believes in you like that, when somebody sees the best in you, um, and calls it out, um, and says it out loud, um, you might say you want that person in your life. You want to be connected to people like that. It feels great to have people in your corner, people that believe in you, people that are willing to say positive things out loud to you. Um, cause a lot of people don't, I mean, a lot of people just keep it to themselves and don't want the connection or don't value the connection. It's great to have some twos out there in this world that look at me while I'm talking, I'm playing with stuff. Seven. Um, okay. Threes. Um, man, so many great characteristics. I've got a bookshelf up there of John Maxwell books. Um, uh, who's gotta be a three, um, threes. Uh, driven, uh, willing to do whatever it takes, willing to put in the time, the effort, can be very charming. I used to work with the three wing two, and what a friendly guy. You could not like him. I mean, he was just, he was just kind, generous, friendly, warm. Now, I saw him when he had his down times, you know, behind the scenes. I could see him get tired and frustrated and maybe not know what to do next, but but on the surface, I mean, generally speaking, just outgoing, warm, friendly, praising other people. Um, 
encouraging other people, challenging other people. Um, threes are willing to, you know, do what it takes to move the ball forward. Willing to get up early, stay late, um, do the push-ups, do the sit-ups, uh, even when no one's watching. Um, it's different than ones, you know, who are being responsible, doing the right thing. Uh, it's, I know some important people and I'm doing important things. And that's good. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. We should all be more like that. We should all set goals and not be satisfied with the way things are. It's easy for us to get satisfied with the way things are and become complacent and become apathetic. And it would be good for all of us, whether we're a three or not, it'd be good for all of us to think about life and say, you know, where am I and where do I want to be in the next five years? And why do I keep telling myself that I can't do that or, or reach that goal? Or maybe I don't even have any goals. It would be wise for us to, to emulate threes in that capacity by what are my goals here? What is it I'm going to try to accomplish? How can I stretch myself? How can I push myself to do more, to be more, to accomplish more, and to have more influence in the world? That's all three stuff. And I think some of us, myself included, I think some of us can sort of be complacent and content. And that's good to be content, but Maybe we shouldn't be so content all the time with everything in our life, with every situation that we're in in life. It might be wise for us to say, why, why have I settled for this? Or why am I settling at this level? Uh, isn't there more that could be done? Isn't there more that could be accomplished? Why am I okay with less? How am I adding value to myself? You know, what am I doing right now that is improving myself or adding value? How am I pushing myself? Fives or threes, you know, I mean, they, I always joke like that they, they get a bicycle and they ride a bike and then all of a sudden they have a training program, you know, and so now they're, they're not riding a bike anymore. They're training for the next bike, whatever that's called, bike-a-thon. <laughs> Shows you how smart I am. Uh, but they're training for the next bike contest and I'm, I, I can appreciate that. I wish I had a little bit more of that myself, you know, um, pushing myself to, to do better, to try harder, to give more effort, um, to challenge myself. There are areas in my life where I need to improve. Um, over the last year, I think I've probably gained about 20 pounds and, um, you know, I should set some goals, shouldn't I? I should say, hey, uh, why am I content with where I'm at in life? I should set some goals to, to, uh, to push myself to walk a certain amount a day or to jog or to bike or something. And I think it's so within three's nature to do that um, with everything. And um, the rest of us could benefit from, from a little bit of that, I think. Threes. Well, people say Tom Cruise is a three. I could see that. Um, who else is a three? Um, I'll have to think about that a little more. Um. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Anyway, okay, fours. Fours. When fours are healthy, man, uh, here's a person that you can open up to, that you can share your life, your story, your hardships, your difficulties with. Here's a person that isn't going to be shocked and offended by, oh, I can't, I can't handle what you're saying to me. You need to, or you need to stop. Just, you need to change. Here's a person that can accept you in your most vulnerable, honest, um, broken state. Here's a person that wants to go after the, the broken, the hurting, and, and offer care and help and support to them. Um, my son and I, Harrison, who's a five wing four, he's 15 now and he's never seen Rambo. And of course, you know, back in the eighties, Rambo was huge. I mean, there were Rambo movies, Rambo cartoons, Rambo action figures. And, uh, so I said, you know, we should watch the Rambo series. So we did, we watched one, two, three, four, five, there's five movies, five Rambo movies. And, um, we watched them all in a week. Rambo, I think, is a four wing five, a social four wing five. And it's interesting when you think about like an action hero, because I always think of eights, you know, um, maybe some ones, but mostly eights. There might be a few threes in there, but I always think of eights as action heroes. And it's so interesting to watch Rambo as a four wing five as an action hero. Um, He does a great job. And I think it makes a great character, makes an interesting character. I'm not suggesting that Rambo is a healthy four, you know, but um, if you are a four wing five and you wonder what you would look like as an action hero, you might watch First Blood and, you know, watch that series. Um, But fours are the kind of people that, um, you know, I've, I've, I've met with a lot of fours in my coaching and sometimes they can especially four wing fives, uh, when I meet with them, they might feel a little bit like, what do I offer to the world? You know, cause they could be a little detached. They could be a little bit, you know, um, withdrawn, four wing five, both are withdrawn. And when, when they realize that you guys bring something very special into this world, um, this ability to see beauty in the brokenness, this ability to look past the surface of people to see the heart and to see a little deeper into that person and then accept that person and uh, allow them the space to be able to work through their difficulties and hardships. In many ways, fours are often like counselors in on the Enneagram, um, accepting people as they are and allowing them to be themselves and without all of the judgments, allowing people to be themselves and to be okay with brokenness in people. It's a beautiful thing when you need that, you know, when you need that, that someone to talk to that you can be honest with when you're struggling with something in life and, you know, things aren't going well, 
to have somebody that you could open up and share what's going on and know that person is not going to maybe wagging a finger at you that you need to stop, you need to change, you're a bad person. That can be a very helpful, helpful thing. Um, and of course, just their ability to see how things could be better, um, which can be very difficult for them, but they do, when they're healthy, go around making the world a better place and a more beautiful place, I might add. Okay, fives. Um, fives. What do fives offer to the world? Well, when I think about action heroes again, um, the Terminator, I think, is a five. I don't know that Arnold Schwarzenegger is a five, but I think the Terminator character is a good action hero that's a five. I need to do a series of action heroes around the Enneagram. It might be hard for a couple of them. Um, but the Terminator, I think, is a good, good, a good uh, analogy or a good example of what a five action hero might look like. Um, so fives, fives have this unique ability, you know, to bottom line things to sort of say, well, I hear this side and I hear this side. Let's draw a line. Here's really the the issue at hand. Here's really the problem, and to to filter out a lot of the excess, a lot of the you know, external stuff, people's feelings, people's attitudes, the way in which people are saying things, their snipe, their, their snarkiness, they can filter out that stuff and sort of get to the objective truth. Like, okay, well, uh, it sounds like the real issue here is that, you know, Bob left the door open. So if we could figure out a way where, you know, the door could automatically close on its own, then this problem would go away. And you're like, yeah, that's, really actually it. That's the problem is the door was left open. All of the other stuff, Bob's attitude and Sam's attitude and the snarky comments and the I got left out, all that stuff really is irrelevant. Fives have a way of getting to the bottom line and remaining objective in the midst of strong feelings. Other people are presenting all of this strong emotion and the five just I wouldn't say neutral, like nines tend to be the kings of neutral, but fives, it's like they can filter out all of that external information and, and maybe it's because they're good at you know information, at really getting to the actual information that matters, to getting to the data, the actual data and filtering out all of the peripheral data. Fives, um, very objective. Fives can be quite funny. I mean, Gary Larson, the, the Far Side comics, you know, uh, if you ever familiar with the Far Side comics, look them up. Um, very popular back in the 80s, again, when I was a teenager. Um, but very dry, ironic, sarcastic sense of humor. Um, but yeah, fives, I think of Dumbledore is probably a five. Uh, if you like the Harry Potter series. Um, fives um, just have this um, ability to, to remain themselves and not necessarily be influenced by everybody else. Um, everybody else is doing this. The five doesn't necessarily need believe that they need to be like that. They don't mind being themselves. Uh, they don't mind, and fours for that matter, you know, want to be themselves. But fives don't mind looking different to the rest of us. 
Um, the kind of the joke is, you know, fours want to be different and fives actually are. Um, fours are trying to figure out what makes them different. Fives, I mean, often are quite different. Um, and I, I, instead of saying different, because that sounds kind of negative, let's say they're okay being themselves. They're, they're comfortable in their own shoes, even though they sometimes don't look very comfortable. Uh, they're comfortable in their own shoes being themselves and don't necessarily feel like they've got to go along with the party lines. It's very five-ish, you know, to be independent, to vote independently, to, um, um, realize, you know, that, well, this group is this and this group is that, but, you know, the actual data and facts, and they kind of end up in that neutral place, um, or what would look neutral or independent, like, I don't want to be tied to those groups. I don't need, you know, to be a part of those groups. Uh, I want to be my own person. I appreciate that about fives. Um, getting through all of that peripheral information to the actual data and facts and being okay standing on your own ground and not feeling like you need to be swayed or pulled by the by consensus or by the um the majority all right sixes wow i before we watched the um the um rambo series we watched the the lord of the Rings series and, you know, that movie's about Frodo, and he has this task that he's challenged to accomplish. Um, but as I watched that, I couldn't help but think this movie, in some ways, is actually about Sam. Um, I mean, I know the main character, the protagonist, is Frodo, who's a nine. <clears throat> but when I watched that movie, I was impressed with the character Sam. Or Samwise, whatever it's called. But there's a there's a good picture of sixness at its best. You know, sixes, I know that I probably talk a lot about the anxiety and the worry and the doubt that sixes have. You know, but when sixes are at their best, when sixes are are um, you know, in their best scenes, they are courageous. They bring exactly what they're looking for in this world. Courage and support. And, you know, it's very six-like to worry and doubt and question. But then when you're actually under the gun, especially when your partner, you know, is being criticized or being falsely accused, that six will just come out from behind the scenes and stand between the other person and certain death. Um... It's amazing, and I see it, you know, um, especially in movies and television shows. Um, that six, again, back to that NCIS show, New Orleans, we were watching. The, one of the characters, Chris, on that show is a six, probably a six wing five, you know. And once he aligns himself with the main character and believes in that character, believes in that that boss, it's like nothing is going to stop faithfulness dedication and devotion to that boss like i will face the gates of hell i will not allow my partner to um you know to be alone in a crisis um sixes can get nervous when they can't see their opponent when they can't see their enemy you know it's like they know that one's out there and i need to be on guard but when they actually face the the crisis sixes like muster up this 
incredible courage, strength, um, confidence. It looks like confidence. They may not feel very confident, but it looks like confidence and courage and boldness. Support. Um, they can look sometimes like twos in the way they love and interact with other people, wanting to be connected, wanting to be supportive. Um, you know, it's not, I know of a young lady that's a friend of mine, you know, that is a six and uh, became a United States Marine. Um, I, in many ways, that's very six-ish, you know, to join that team of other people that will have your back and that you can support and have their back. And, you know, maybe maybe it was on a dare, but uh, um, that is just sick stuff to come alongside of people, to be dependable, reliable. Some of the most responsible people I know are sixes. One of my daughters is a six and just super responsible. Um, I should say responsible with other people's stuff. She loses her own phone all the time. You know, she loses her own stuff and, uh, you know, can't remember where she put this, can't remember where she put that. But if you tell her you're in charge of the baby or you're in charge of the puppy or you're in charge of, you know, whatever it is, then she's going to be a trooper and nothing is going to distract her or dissuade her. Um, incredible. Sevens. Um, oh yeah, sixes, superheroes. I need to, I need to do a video on super, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm doing one right now. Um, some people say Batman is a six wing five. I can see that because he uses the very thing he's afraid of, you know, to instill fear in others. Um, anyway. All right. So sevens. Sevens at their best. I think of Dick Van Dyke. Uh, look at Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. Um, Dick Van Dyke uh, is Bert and Mary Poppins. If you haven't seen the old Mary Poppins movie, um, then maybe you don't know what I'm talking about. But that lightness, that easygoing, that ability to humiliate themselves for others' benefit, um, to bring a sense of joy and happiness into the world, um, to give the assurance that everything is going to be okay. Look, how could, how could it not? I mean, the penguins are literally blowing trumpets and dancing, you know, um, Mary Poppins, and uh, everything's going to be fine. So this sort of like comic relief, this ability to see the positive side, this to let the steam out. You know, probably all of us need a forefriend that we could go to when we're in a crisis, um, you know, or dealing with some personal stuff. Um, a five friend that we could go to when we're in conflict with people to help us sort through and negotiate that or a nine friend. Um, and we probably need a two friend that we could call when uh, we're in a pinch and we need help and we need support or a six friend. Um, but we probably all need a seven friend that can just lighten our load a little bit, you know, just bring us some relief. Just somebody that can help us to get a different perspective, to see things in a different way. We've gotten too weighed down, too bogged down, too heavy, and this seven friend can just kind of talk us out of that and get us back onto a happier place or back into a lighter place in life. 
and sevens when they're really good, you know, um, are Patch Adams, uh, Robin Williams, um, many of his characters, you know, I mean, he is a seven, I think, and Jim Carrey, they just sort of lighten the load, lighten the mood, and bring a sense of togetherness and with the six wing togetherness, uh, sevens can kind of go their own way sometimes, but that sense that like everything's gonna be all right, that we're going to be okay, that uh, we don't need to hit the panic button. Um, you know, maybe we just need some music. Maybe we just need, uh, you know, um, to go out and have a good night and um, rethink about things from a different perspective. So it's good to have somebody in your life, you know, that can help you do that and can make you feel better because you know it's amazing when you feel better, when your mood lightens, you're better able to solve your problems. Your problems don't seem so much like a crisis when you're in a better mood and sevens can help you get in a better mood. Um, yeah, a lot of sevens in movies and television. Uh, we watched the stupid old movie, The Master of Disguise, um, Dana, Dana Carvey, seven stuff. And of course, Nacho Libre, <laughs> seven stuff, uh, seven wing eight, kind of trying to look like an eight, but it's a seven. Um, School of Rock, yeah. Um, anyway, sevens. Uh, eights, okay, eights, wow. When eights, you know, we're doing well, what a, what a dynamic person. Um, uh, we've got a lot of, I know a lot of healthy eights in my life, and uh, they are just solid, stable, People, again, that won't, like fives won't necessarily go along with the crowd uh, or just do what everybody else is doing. They stay on their own ground. Thank you very much. And um, they can be just warm, friendly, loving, um, even like show up like a two almost, you know, moving toward you, but not to get you, but toward you to like connect with you, to support you, to help you. Eights at their best, they empower you. They, they help you to realize, you know, I can do this. Threes are like that too. Threes, you know, with helping you realize you could accomplish more. Eights, it's like they help you realize that you have the personal power to make a difference in this world. And so if you're feeling kind of, you know, like you got taken advantage of or you got humiliated or somebody got the best of you uh, or you don't have enough personal power to influence others or to change your work schedule or whatever it is the eight's going to be confused by that like you have every right to go in there and tell them what you want you can just go in there and tell them right now you're not taking that anymore and i think you know that is something that is needed from time to time for people to remember that they are in control of their lives now i get it we're not in control of everything we do believe in god being in control but there's a lot that is under our administration let's say it that way there's a lot of things that we can manage a lot of things that we're stewards of that we are supposed to make a difference with and sometimes we forget our own ability we forget that we have the ability to to change circumstances in life. And eights are right there to remind us, like, you don't have to take that. Um, why do you let them tell you what to do? Why don't you go in there? And it can be annoying sometimes when eights are doing that to you because it feels like I've already got my boss giving me problems and now you are badgering me. If we can see it for what it is, is they're trying to empower you. Like, you have the ability to to affect difference in your life. 
Don't be afraid to use that ability. Don't be afraid to fill that space and own that ground and draw that boundary around yourself and, and declare out loud what you will and will not tolerate. And that can be very helpful when you know, you're in over your head or you are um, feeling like you don't have any recourse or any, any action you can take to have somebody in your life that reminds you, you can do some things, you can make some changes. Um, there's a lot of eight watched Denzel Washington movie a while back. I don't remember the name of it, but there's an eight. Um, probably a lot of the action heroes are eights. I'd have to think about it, but I haven't thought about it, but a lot of action heroes. Because um, it just, you know, that scruffy-faced, breaking the rules, do it my own way uh, kind of energy. Um, one of the characters on NCIS New Orleans, Gregorio, is an eight. Uh, there's another one too. I forget her name. Percy. Both of them were eights, and I'm always, always laugh at the interactions between the eight and the five, um, because eights and fives they both can be a little bit, a little bit calloused, you know, in their way they present themselves. A little bit sharp edges sometimes, but um, eights. All right, so nines. What do nines bring into this world? How are nines positive? Um, man, so much. Nines are kind of the old guy that lives out in the woods that you know is content with life and helps you to let go of so many things that you're struggling with and fighting with and striving for and trying to prove in life. They just remind you that you know when you approach life with empty hands, when you don't try to win every argument, when you can let go of that pride and let go of that uh, ambition and you can let go of, of trying to conform life to your desires, standards, and goals, uh, you're going to be much more content in life. You're going to be much more at peace in life when you can quit fighting and striving. Um, when you can learn to accept, when you can learn to appreciate, when you can learn to just be and not feel like you have to do so much. Now, of course, there's a dark side to that, but for most of us that aren't nines, that is some really helpful advice that may not come into our mind automatically that sometimes the best way to deal with problems is to do nothing. That sometimes the best solution to the problem is Maybe there's not really a problem. Maybe I don't need to do anything. Maybe if I did something, it would make it worse. Maybe the best way to handle this difficult person is just to let it go, is just with benign neglect. And again, for most of us, that doesn't really seem like a way to handle problems. But I think the nine is there, right, reminding us, like, is this really worth your trouble? Is this really worth all of this striving could you be okay you know as you are right now and can you be present right now in life um, so nines have that peaceful energy about them that just reminds us that life is not a contest to be won you know it's not a problem that needs to be solved people in your life aren't problems that need to be solved um, 
And I think nines at their best are great mediators of conflict. They have this unique ability to see both sides or all sides of an argument. It keeps them from having to take a side. Um, but that ability to bring that into the world and help me understand better someone else's perspective and that this other person may not be my enemy. We just may see things a little differently or how to go about doing things a little differently that we may actually agree just disagree on the details and a nine helps us you know like the um the mortar in between all the bricks doesn't see itself as a brick it's the mortar that holds it all together and nines are great stabilizers in relationships they're great stabilizers in the workplace holding things together not rising too high when things are going well and not falling too low when things are are not going well they tend to stabilize everywhere they they are and a lot of us need that I and mean, all of us need that at times in our life just people that are steady um, reliable and uh, don't get too worked up in a crisis and uh, help us you know just when we're drifting to find a little solid ground to stand uh, to you know where we can put our feet so this is my attempt without having any notes or having really any forethought of trying to say the some of the positive aspects of each type i'm sure that if i go back and watch this video i'll say wow i said a lot of negatives <laughs> and i don't mean to um it's just i guess i always feel like if we could see the negatives maybe the negatives don't have to control us so much maybe 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 we could if we could see the negative aspects of ourselves in a mirror and, and become aware of those, um, then maybe they wouldn't have to limit us so much. We could, we could maybe overcome them to some degree. We could break a little bit away from our impulses and instincts and compulsions and say, maybe what I'm about to say doesn't need to be said. You know, if I'm a one and I'm an anger type and I learn that about myself, then maybe it doesn't have to control me so much. Maybe I don't need to just show up that way. Maybe I could say, oh, wow, here I am again. You know, a one feeling one stuff or a four feeling four stuff. Maybe I can let that go and it doesn't have to have such control over me. But it's interesting to me, the very things that, you know, we're looking for in our personality, we tend to bring in our health. Um, I see that so much with myself as a seven. I'm looking for a good time. I'm looking for fun. I'm looking for happiness. I'm looking for, I'm looking for joy. When I'm doing really well and I don't feel stressed and I feel like you know my needs are met or whatever, I bring joy into, the, into this world. I bring laughter. I bring happiness into this world. And I think that's true of all the types is the things that we're looking for, the things, the way, the, the, what's wrong with the world that we're trying to fix, you know, we're trying to, to maintain is what we actually share in our health with the world. It's a fantastic concept. It's, it's been proven to me many times in my own life and in the lives of people I love and the people I work with. Um, and it's, uh, it helps you understand a little bit about your purpose in life. If I'm here to bring joy into this world, then maybe, Maybe I can learn from threes, but I don't need to be a three. I can learn from ones 
and I can pick up a little bit of the way they operate, but I don't need to be a one. They have their mission to organize, straighten, make perfect, and the threes have their mission to accomplish, achieve, and inspire others to, to be and do more. I have my mission to help people out of the miry clay um, to reimagine and see the joy in life that uh, they have lost and to inspire them um, with that. So all of us have that uh, gift we bring into this world when we are healthy. And uh, if you want to find out, you know, how do I get to a more healthy place in this life, comments below, I mean, in the description below, check out the website. I'd love for you to book an appointment. Uh, I know my appointments are full right now for the next couple of weeks, at least at the time of this video. But uh, reach out. I'd love to talk with you and, uh, and hear your side of the story. All right, guys, take care. Uh, have a great uh, day. And as always, be present to life. Don't let your personality be the only part of you that people meet. Let them meet the, uh, the person behind the personality. Um, I'll see you next time. Thanks.